Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This could, it could all go horribly wrong at any minute. It's been a week because uh, I got to stay at the Mission Inn, and uh, that is in Riverside where we p- first performed this week. And if you, you you're just going to want to go there, okay? Look, I didn't realize this is becoming a travel log, but that's what we're doing. You can see outside the magnificent countryside. And let me just point out before I get to Riverside, uh, before I forget, uh, we have been traveling for about uh, three hours. And uh, it's brown. The whole fucking state that we're driving, the part of the state that we're driving, it is fucking brown. Not anything else but brown. There's some green in these uh, trees, that you can see. But basically the rest of it, browner than brown. Like, hey, a brush fire could occur at any fucking second. Um, I don't know what you do about this. I don't know how people live like this. Um, but it is really, uh, you know, and then meanwhile, uh, back east where normally I would be at this time of year, and it's kind of a lucky break because it's rainy, windy, shitty, uh, but the leaves are changing color, and it's kind of a nice time to see those leaves change color. Here, you will see no leaves. You will see green and brown, okay? That is what you get to see. And then some ramshackle things that they've got set up that I don't quite understand. And, uh, but, uh, Riverside, they, uh, have a, um, the mission in is there and it is for my money. I'm just going to tell you, uh, one of the most beautiful, at least, uh, one of the, by far the top five hotels in terms of beauty and historical significance I've ever been in. It is spectacular. You can walk around that, that, um, the, the hotel just within the hotel for hours. Uh, there is an incredible amount of art in there. There's an incredible amount of history in there. And there are two parrots. And I went out yesterday, and the big news for my week is the thing that kind of turned everything around. It was much more of a distraction of baseball playoffs. 
Okay, how many fucking, you have a whole fucking season, then you let, look, 90 teams, except for mine, get into the playoffs, huh? And it's, I mean, it's great in terms of a distraction and all of that, but that's a lot of fucking playoffs, okay? You don't need, then don't play the whole fucking season that you're playing. If you want more playoffs, then just, you know, yank a few of those games out, all right? Stop watching this year, because they won't show my team on TV. But I'm, 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 um, so the so the high point was not baseball. The high point um, is that uh, that these two parrots that have been there since the early uh, 1900s, I believe, not these two, uh, but uh, initially they were two parrots and they were have, they they were part of the the place and uh, this giant cage they're in and it's their uh, macaws. And they're absolutely spectacular, a lot of color. Uh, the female is this red and uh, uh, yellow. The uh, male is a striking blue, a blue that I'd like to find in a suit someday, actually, because blue is my color, I think. And, uh, and maybe, I, maybe I should dress up as a parrot, and may, maybe as a macaw. But what I saw that it was unbelievable uh, to witness um, these two, these two birds, now named as the others were, Napoleon and Josephine, don't even remember. I read why, and I'm not going to go into it, and I don't remember it, because I don't fucking remember. Um, but these two, these two birds, uh, people have asked, I've, I know this from time immemorial, one of the great mysteries of life, at least for me, and I think for many, is uh, how do parrots fuck? Huh? How do they do it? You look at a parrot, you go, look at that son of a bitch. How are the two of them going to get together? You know, you, I had a parakeet. I don't know. You know, we, I didn't get it a, a female parakeet. It was senile. It wouldn't have known what to do anyway. I'm serious. It was senile. It was where I learned about dementia was from a parakeet. That fucker was nuts. That he'd squawked all the time, bitter little fuck, and, and, and apparently wasn't ready to die uh, at all. And... Uh, so certainly wouldn't have been, but I, you know, you'd watch this thing, you go, well, how would this fuck something? And these are big, these are big, big, fucking that big, okay? Big, big fuckers. And I saw them uh, fucking. I, 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 I was stunned. I didn't know they were, they were fucking at the time. Initially, I didn't know. Because you're looking at me thinking, well, you know, what are they doing? Because one of them, the male, is this way, head down, on the on the uh, roost thing there, and the female this way, head down, okay? And they're backed up against each other like this. So I thought it was some sort of a thing, you know, I thought they were relaxing. What do I know about fucking maybe doing yoga, macaw yoga, but that's what I thought. But they were squished together and not making a lot of sounds, not a lot of movement. She had a little jerky thing that happened and that was the first tip off. She kind of got startled. Uh, and made a little squawk, and I thought, well, what the fuck is happening? Nobody around. This place is usually packed with fucking people, too. Packed with people. So I was kind of happy to just have the two of them to myself, but, but <laughs> Jesus Christ, I am watching, I am taking a time out of my day to watch them, and I'm watching them to see what's going on. You see, you know, now I'm going, they're fucking. They're, they're fucking, these, par these parrots are fucking. It's unbelievable that they could be fucking. I, it's and nobody's around to, to kind of like 
uh, you know, kind of maybe also help me take some pictures because I wanted to take some pictures just to kind of send it on. If anything's going to go viral that I've ever seen, it's parrots fucking, okay? Why? Because it's a big question that a lot of people have. How the fuck, if you ask, if you literally just put, I believe, online, and I'm sure somebody already has, how do parrots fuck? And I showed this video that I thought I could have shown. I think people would watch it. Um, But uh, I'm sure that many of you will respond with your, uh, this is, you know, the the videos and the viral videos that you've seen of the the parrot fucking phenomenon, which I've, but nobody was there. No one was there to confirm that this truly was parrots fucking. So, but I, I, I realized toward the end that it was. Uh, that's what they were doing. And uh, I realized it because that's the sound of a motorcycle, two of them. Um, and they're, uh, I knew it because the, the, um, they, the, the, the female parrot, uh, Josephine, started to make some noises that were similar to what I believe were sexual noises. I don't know the sexual noises of a parrot, but it wasn't like conversational, if you get what I mean. Okay, something like that, um, and and then they kind of got really. There was a moment of real excitement, and then they split apart. And then he tried to get near again, and she was like, "Fuck you, I'm done." All right, unusual, no cuddling. Uh, I thought that you'd think at the end that parrots would cuddle because they, uh, they, they, they that would be something they would lean into having been, their heads were down, now they might want to see each other again, but no, she was pissed. Then eventually they got together for a little, there was a little uh, French kissing, and those tongues are disturbing, and you don't want to look at a parrot's tongue for very long. It's something odd about them. So uh, that really made for an incredible uh, bit of time there in the mission, and it was a breakthrough, really, for, uh, uh, in terms of uh, my knowledge of the sexuality of parrots. I'll be writing, uh, I'm sure there's a, I I can't imagine to to be that guy in the 17th century who's sitting around waiting to watch parrots fuck. What a gig that must have been. And I just stumbled onto it. Talk about luck. (laughs) My fantasy football team, I got one that is really on a roll. And uh, you really learn a lot from fantasy football. I'll tell you that. You learn uh, kind of a hate of individuals you don't really know. You shouldn't really hate them. But I actually still maintain a kind of a, not a hate, but an anger. A disturbed, I'm disturbed by my, my Washington commodes. Okay? That bothers me more than my fantasy football team. Or the guys who play on my fantasy football team. Because I have the machine, the, the artificial intelligence, pick my team. I let they be the managers so that I don't take the blame for it. So I can yell at the uh, at, at, at an artificial uh, manager that I that uh, I hired, and I can say, God damn it, look who you picked. But the one one group of uh, guys have been doing uh, remarkably well, and it's really been a life changer. I think for them and for me. And when we gather together, which will be tomorrow, just before uh, for our prayer service, I like to do that early on. It's a little tough this time because we're we're out in. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, so I got to get way early to talk to these fuckers and try to get them focused and get them, you know, we do a prayer to Jesus um, and Yahweh. Um, we also do Allah. We cover all bases, uh, even Baha'i. I got two Baha'i players. Students at the University of 
California Davis have voted to change their college mascot from an elitist horse, because those horses, boy, talk about snobby, huh? Who's never said that? God, did you see that stallion? What a prick, huh? What a what a snotty son of a bitch. I mean, he thinks he's really something. Uh, boy, the expectation they have from being a, a horse. Oh, the equines. Ugh. And so they want to change it from an elitist horse to a more inclusive cow. And they certainly are. Those cows bringing us that milk. Not that soy shit, but real milk. Honest milk. A day's, a day's work, for fuck's sake. And the old mascot, Gunrock the Mustang, was named for a 1930s racehorse. Yes, Siri Bob, which student activist Mick Hashimoto says makes him a symbol of the old elite. That's right, because nothing says elite like a racehorse, because they've got, they're, they're fucking being ridden and driven, and God knows how many races that poor son of a bitch horse had to do before they took him off and and probably turned him into glue, which is what they used to do. Or maybe, you know, just, uh, you know, do you think he got a chance to retire? Come on. Seriously. The old elite. It's a racehorse. And the UC Davis, they're hardworking people, Hashimoto says, and will better resonate with Aggie the cow. You got it? Better resonate. They're going to have that cow, that all-embracing cow. Got it. I wish I was young again. And those were the problems I had. Fuck that horse. Bring me that cow. Do-da, do-da day. Wow. Unreal. And then the, they, they haven't come up with a goddamn fucking gun safety bill. How's that possible? Because they're fucking, you know, jerking, jerking, they're fucking jerking off. That's what they're doing. Well, we don't know what it, this boyfriend loophole, we got to figure No, you don't have to figure it out. No, there's no difficulty in that. Somebody was violent in a relationship. It's all you need to fucking know. You know, father, son, son to father, son to this, mother to that, whatever. Man or a woman or, a, a, you know, or they're, you know, gay, uh, trans, whatever. Man, woman, gay, trans, dog, cat, sparrow. If they're violent, they're violent. And that's that. No gunny. You get no gun gun. Okay. You don't get it, ever. I don't care if you think, no, I don't care if you spent time with a therapist, all right? I've spent time with a therapist, and I'm still miles where I should fucking be. So don't tell me. Don't fucking tell me you can't figure out what the loophole is. Don't tell me you can't close it. Huh? You allowed violent people to have guns, you goddamn idiots. Stop it. Take another 10 minutes. Stop trying to work around it. It's ludicrous. Because there was another fucking mass shooting up, up in Harlem last night, okay? In this, this morning, on Monday, on here, the, uh, it's fucking unbelievable. And then they, uh, there's something else they can't figure out. They just figure it the fuck out, Okay. So soon we'll see just how pathetic this fucking uh, this fucking gun safety bill is. This whatever they put in the place because it'll be sad. Yeah, but it's a step in the right direction. No, it, it, most of us want it to be done. Get it done. All right. What are you not getting it done for? 
Who are you not getting it done for? Please. Keeping profits with gun makers? What? So why don't you why don't you give away free opioids while you're at it? Huh? Idiots. Just we drown, we drown in in idiots. And you don't ban books. You just don't do it. Books are vital. Books are like blood, brain blood. It's how we grow. It's how we evolve. It's how we become better. It's how we learn to think. It's how we figure out the mistakes of the past so we can get on with a better future. I can write a whole list of this shit, okay? The fact that I would have to deal with book banning again in my lifetime is beyond my comprehension, okay? We dealt with this before. You don't pull this shit anymore. You don't get to do it, all right? You can't handle what's in it. The rest of us can. You're not in the majority, all right? The rest of us are equipped to do it, and so are your children. So get out of the way, okay? Because we've got a future to get on to. Don't hold us back, okay? And I, I could bring up the Nazis and book ban, banning and burning, uh, but I haven't got the time. That's the sound of my ambulance. I don't know if you can hear it in the background coming to take me away. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. We're coming to you live from uh, San Francisco at the Regency Ballroom. If you've never been to San Francisco, uh, you're an idiot. Um, and, uh, and until tonight, I didn't know just how sensitive they are as a group. I always knew they had an empathy factor, but I, I said a few things tonight, and they, I, I was shocked that they weren't able to handle it. And I mean, I'll deal with that on my own later. I will tell you that... Uh, one of my, uh, one of the great joys of, uh, of my life was is that I had a play produced here when I was a playwright for a long time. And I thought, and you guys tricked me into thinking uh, because it was produced at the Magic Theater. And, uh, and it was, it, that was Sam Shepard's theater and he was a hero of mine. And I thought, fuck, this is, this is unbelievable. And then they produced the play and it was, they, there were some problems. And, <laughs> didn't actually, sometimes what the playwright sees is not really what comes across. And the 
but I got a review in New West, which made it all worth it, uh, in which the, the writer in New West said that in the first sentence, uh, Lewis Black uh, should never have any of his plays produced in the state of California again. <laughs> that, was, that was spectacular. I knew I must have done something right to have just had him go, go fuck yourself. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I've got a ton of stuff to read to you and uh, there's some, and, and once again, let me just say, uh, the thing that is intriguing about doing this in a variety of cities is some cities are really just bitter to the point of spectacular. And then there's a city like San Francisco where much of what I'll be reading seems woo, thoughtful and reasonable. <laughs> this is from Scott Showman. No matter where I go or what I do, the person behind me will continuously kick my seat. My partner didn't believe me until she began to share in the joy. The point is, is where I, I can't ask them to stop for fear of becoming homicidal. My partner has to ask them to stop. Uh, Scott, well, I hope you didn't, ha well, fuck it, you know. <laughs> at least, at certain nights, they keep you awake. Um, Will Fernando. These are back to back, this is special. Will Fernando, I'm 26 years old and I thought I came to see Lewis Black, but it looks like I'm at a fucking open enrollment Medicare seminar. <laughs> the only thing missing is a, is a guy selling walk-in bathtubs in the lobby. Thank you, thanks, Will. Um, and I'm sure the audience thanks you as well. That's the difference, Will. My audience, the older members of the audience, showed up. You're the only younger one who had the courage to be here. The rest of, the rest of your generation went, ooh, it's really scary over there. I'm not gonna go. But the older one said, fuck you, I'm coming out. And, uh, And it is funny because I've, I've been I'm trying to get a younger audience to come out, but it's almost like I've got to bring a school bus around to pick them up. <laughs> and I just so you know, uh, Will, you're right. It, it, the, the guy, uh, it didn't sell the walk-in bathtubs in the lobby before the show. We do it afterward. <laughs> So there's Judy Marlin. Hi, Lewis. I'm a 93-year-old woman here at the show in San Francisco, and I think you're not only super funny, but you're smoking hot as well. <laughs> That's my audience. <laughs> Even at my age, I don't feel old, but I don't understand why people think I'm an old bag. Anyway, I'm happy to be at the show. Thanks. Thank you, Judy. Um, here's, here's one that's just Carol Schaefer. Uh, I'm glad in 2020, it's called I'm Glad I Didn't Get the Chance to Meet You, Lewis. In 2020, I was chosen to meet you as a fan because I gave you a lousy 20 bucks a year to sit close to the stage. The last time I was in a fan club was when I was 15, and that was for George Michael. 
George Michael Lewis, way hotter than you, okay? <laughs> but but um, he's gay. So, I mean, he is way hotter, but he's gay. Uh, way hotter, but now he is dead, and all I have is you. So COVID happened and I didn't get to meet you. I'm glad because what if you smell bad? I, I smell spectacular. I do. I smell fucking unbelievable. I'm the only person I know that people will turn to me and go, who smells so good? And I go, it's me. <laughs> or what if you were a total dick? All those hours and money I spent on you down the drain. And what would I say to you? Mm, Lewis, hey, uh, I'm an idiot fan and mm, I'm a Jew too, but never practiced and loved you on The Daily Show 100 years ago, but the only reason was because Jon Stewart was dreamy. <laughs> the only good thing about COVID was not having to meet you, Lewis. So I continue to give you lots of money and come to your shows. Much love. Well, much love to you. That is sucking. I'm a fucking leaveable. <laughs> Arturo Diaz, the fucking bus, giving a pickup time and then saying the bus just left, then waiting for the next bus to have it happen again and again, giving up and having to walk an hour to make it here on time to the Lewis Black Show in San Francisco today. My feet hurt, but we made it on time to get whiskey. <laughs> well, that's good, Arturo. I'm glad you, I'm glad that was the high point. Wow. <laughs> But this is followed by, this is, uh, this is what I like. So you're bitching and moaning about this. And meanwhile, the guy goes, Joseph O'Hara, people here in the San Francisco Bay Area need to stop bitching so much about how the mass transit, like BART, aren't up to snuff. <laughs> I come from Hampton Roads, Virginia. And, and I'll tell you, they renamed this area Hampton Roads, just so you know. It's really Norfolk, Virginia, and a couple of other small spots. And they renamed it as if it would make it a tourist attraction of fucking idiots. <laughs> I would say that 90% of the people in this room have never heard of Hampton Roads and will never go there. I come from Hampton Roads, the uh, Norfolk, or pe for people that don't know where that is. We don't have any mass transit to speak of. Uh, and on top of that, all of our bridges then go to tunnels that go underwater. Now that's not much of an issue for the locals, but when it comes time for the summer tourist season, all the tourists decide to freak the fuck out that they have to drive underwater. Oh no, what a new and novel concept. So for all the people here in the Bay Area, be thankful you actually have a mass transit system that can get you to where you need to go because when you come from a similar geographic style area that have lots of bodies of water and no mass transit to get you anywhere and you have to fucking drive everywhere, get the fuck over yourself. <laughs> An important announcement from the Velvet Bandit, uh, PSA. When going out with a group for dinner, don't be an asshole. And say it's an even split between everyone when one motherfucker had six cocktails and you only had a salad and an iced tea. And now you're expected to pay $60 when it should only be $20. You fucking stupid fucks. Quit doing that shit. This is... Uh, Joseph O'Hara, this is, <laughs> I spent most of my professional career working on large square rig sailing vessels. Let's get one thing straight. I am not a fucking pirate. 
Goddamn Disney and all of their bullshit made too many goddamn adults want to go, oh, you're a fucking pirate. I can forgive kids because they're living in the imaginary world as it is, because let's face it, kids suck on a lot of occasions, but when they see something that they don't see every day, okay, fine, they're all right. But for adults asking if I'm a pirate, when they come to my job, they can just go fuck themselves right in their own ass. I do have to say, though, every now and then it is kind of funny when I used to have to wear costume pieces and people would ask if I was a pirate and I would just reply, give me your wallet, you son of a bitch. <laughs> what do you expect when most people these days get their information from movies and not from the classroom? You kind of made a leap there that I'm not sure I followed. <laughs> but thank you for that, Joseph. <laughs> and and um, I, I wish you'd worn your pirate outfit here and, and come with a parrot. God damn it, and a peg leg. God damn, that would have been great. That would have been a great closer. And here he is, the, our pirate. Uh, this is uh, from Terry Pastica. Uh, he's not here. I wanted to be at your show, but couldn't make it. And um, so I, I want to read this. It's, uh, and I think you'll <laughs> you'll understand this. I, I want to uh, thank you all for uh, for what you wrote, for coming out this evening, and for being a terrific audience. <laughs> and I do promise I I will be back. And. Uh, and California is an absolutely beautiful place with an incredible dedication to preserving open space. I'm fortunate to live close to a regional park that has miles of trails, which I visit a lot. Hiking the trail, listening to birds, looking for wildlife, admiring the scenery, and then, and then, seeing on the side of the trail random bags of green, yellow, or blue dog shit! Serenity gone, god damn it. Why, why go through the bother of bringing poop bags, sticking your hand in the bag to grab the steaming pile of shit and then, and then, leave it on the side of the trail? Does that make you, you think you're doing your duty as a responsible dog owner because you put shit in a bag? Fuck you. You don't want to carry the dog shit because you're a mile in and it's not zen or convenient for you to carry it to the end of the trail? Fuck you. Oh, you'll pick it up on the way out, but you forgot? Fuck you. You decided to take your dog on the trail, so do the right fucking responsible thing. This may not seem like a big deal, but to me, leaving dog shit bags on the trail is just the perfect symbolism of why so many things are fucked up today. Rather than taking care of your shit, metaphorically or literally, it implies entitlement, a lack of responsibility, a lack of respect for others in your community, expecting others to clean up your mess, and ultimately, one more example of how there are no consequences for the asshole but consequences to other. Let's just all agree to take care of your own shit and thereby respect others. Words to live by. Thank you very much for coming out. Next week we'll be in Palm Desert, San Diego, and Los Angeles. Get your rants in. Thanks everybody for watching. 
Thank you for spending time with me. And seriously, take care of each other. Good night. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me. Aha, Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salter. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brew. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.